0: Welcome to The Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women.
1: Hi, this is Penny. Thank you for joining us for The Flourish Podcast. Today I have as my special guest, none other than the famous Keith Toosey, who is also my husband. And we've been talking for the last couple of podcasts about staying the course. Uh, My verse is 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. So today we want to talk a little bit about taking our marriage beyond ourselves in Genesis 2.24, where God says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That word, one flesh, I did a study on this a while ago, and that word, one, those words, one flesh, actually have the connotation, the word is basar, and the root of that word actually means good news or to proclaim. So it goes much further than any kind of sexual connotation or just enjoying one another as husband and wife. It goes to a root of the fact that marriage is about proclaiming good news. If you look at Ephesians 3, or 5, 31 and 32, the same verse is repeated, but then it says, This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. So it's clear throughout the Bible that marriage is given to us as a gift of companionship, intimacy, and even parenthood. But there's another aspect that is to represent the heart and the character of God. Our marriages are meant to be a means of influencing others for the Lord. Our home, our finances, our resources, our times, our time are to be shared with others in order to help, serve, and come alongside them just like Jesus would. So, I wanted to ask Keith, how do you feel like that has played out in our marriage, and what encouragement would you give to those listening to keep moving toward making their marriages ones that go beyond themselves?
0: Well, I think when we talk about putting God first, I think a lot of times we, we were like, okay, I'm going to put God first in my marriage rather than saying my marriage is to put God first. In other words, I think one of the things that we did right was that, you know, when we were dating, when we were recording, we were really involved in church life. We we did everything with friends. We did ministry together. And I, I think that laid the foundation down for, you know, years to come. Of course, I had no idea we'd be doing what we're doing today. I, I didn't think I was going to be ever a pastor or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to serve God. And so we laid that foundation down And uh, one of the things I see sometimes are really good people just get so caught up in themselves, you know, and then after they're married, you know, there's, there's certain things that are already formed and now they've got to try to inject those things into them. So I think one of the things that, you know, really ought to be doing it is like, what can we do better together that we could not do apart? I think that's a good question. And then I think after marriage, when, you know, there's maybe time to do something Like, what are we going to do with that time? Are we just going to, you know, take a vacation and use it up on ourselves or are we going to go serve somebody or help somebody? Not that you can't take a vacation, Uh, but I think that, you know, that whole thing of serving together is not ethereal. It's very practical and uh, I think that really helps form the future. You know, you you mentioned financial here too. I think that's one of the areas that, that where the Lord has helped us from day one. When we were married, we you know we put God first, and we had little or nothing. I mean, I can remember early days of us going to me, you know, me going to school, and us being married. And I mean, we didn't have anything. I mean, we you know we were literally believing God for the next meal, without exaggeration. And we always gave. We always were excited about giving. Uh, when we had financial blessings, like later in life. You know, our first question was, what are we going to do with this? It wasn't like, oh, we need this or we need that. The Lord's always taking care of us. But I I think that's very important to get on the same page financially because, you know, your time, you know, I always say your cash and your calendar are really going to determine your vision. So I think those two items, when you talk about serving together, are really going to determine where you're going to end up.
1: Let me throw in there, I feel like when Malachi talks about, you know, bring your tithe into the storehouse and God will rebuke the devourer and that he will prove himself. We, like you said, had basically nothing when we got married. But as we were faithful in giving, God has so very much proved himself to us in the area of finances. We have become highly blessed, but, but we're, we're consistent faithful, pretty big givers, but we have seen God's faithfulness to us. I mean, we have a large family. We have eight kids. We have 15 grandkids. People often say, how do you do it? How do you keep up financially? How do you finance all of that? But we are very much people that believe what the Bible says. And in Malachi, we've spoken that over our household. We've believed for that. And we have seen God be very, very faithful in that. So another thing I feel like, you know, Keith is a, obviously a very strong leader, a strong personality. He has a lot of vision, a lot of passion. And I have learned as one that doesn't have quite that strong of a, of a persona to find out what is my part in, in us as we live our lives, not just for each other or our family, but for others as well, that we go beyond ourselves. I've had to ask the Lord, what does that look like for me? You know, I don't want to just be, oh, rah-rah, go, Keith, you know, glad that you're able to do all of this. I always, like I said last time, encourage women, release your husband to the ministry by being a part of the ministry. And what does that look like? So I've had to find out what does that look like for me? How do I fully engage and fully become a part of who God created me to be? in the midst of us teaming up together as partners to share the good news in our marriage, to proclaim, to be investing in others. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's been fun. It's been good, and it's been life-giving.
0: And on my part, you know, I wasn't always sensitive. Like I, I always would say to Penny, well, you know, you, you just got to jump in sometimes, but that's not, that's not her style. She needs invited in. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I would fuss with her about that. I would say, well, you, you shouldn't have to be invited in. You have certain gifts and talents and skills and, you know, you contribute things. And, you know, if I forget to include you in something, you should just jump in. But that doesn't work for her. So I've had to learn to adjust and, and sometimes slow myself down. And, and sometimes she's even been gracious and, said, Hey, don't forget to invite me in, you know, and, 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 you know. The truth is I needed reminded of that sometimes because I move fairly quickly. And, uh, you know, I think that other people are going to operate like I do and most people don't. And so I think that has helped a lot, me just being sensitive with her kind of tutoring me on how to do that.
1: Yeah, that has. And, again, we had shared earlier about the many times where – when I did have something on my heart, which was fairly often, I would say to Keith, Hey, can you process this with me? Can we really talk this through? Can we really get a strategic plan to walk this out, you know, either as a family or as a couple or within the church? And here is what I bring to the table. So I think we just want to encourage people that are listening to really. Find out ways that God wants to use you as a couple or as a family to touch the lives of others. You know, Keith has been on so many mission trips. As we said last time, he's been in jail. He's, you know, recently been to the Ukraine several times, just sharing his life and the ability and the talents. And the he's so good at just pulling networking people together to help others. And so, from my part of that has obviously to been to pray for him, but to, to rejoice at him being able to do that and not be like, oh, wait, what do you mean you're going away again? You know, but just to really partner together and let each other's strengths come forth as we try to help others and really go beyond ourselves, beyond our family, and say, what else has God called us to in this earth? What else? besides just having a great family or blessing our family? How, how can we look around us, whether it's in our church, our, our church life, our body that we're a part of, or in the community, or in all kinds of areas? How can we as a couple influence, help give of ourselves, our time, our resources to help others? Anything else you want
0: to say? Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, you know, the other side of it is that you have a lot of things you do. I mean, obviously the big pictures we do things together, but there's a lot of things you do, a lot of little ministry things you're doing and people you're meeting with and ministering to that, you know, I don't even know really. You know, I might know about them, but I I think I'm pretty good at accommodating you mm-hmm. for that, and mm-hmm. I take that as a priority when you say, hey, what are you doing this day? Can you do this or that so I can do this? If I... if in, if it's at all possible for me to empower you or, you know, schedule adjustments or, you know, can I do this so you can do that? Uh, I, I think I'm almost always all in. For sure. So it doesn't always have to be just what I'm doing. Right. And I, I think that's another good husband thing that just to find out, Hey, what floats his wife's boat? Cause it may not be just what he's doing and encourage her. And that means, you know, you got to make some provision for doing that. You might have to watch some kids or you might have to change your schedule or, you know, you might have to cook dinner or whatever it may be. Uh, but you know, those, those are how you do it.
1: Right. By way of example this year, for instance, that I've done this a lot of years, I'm hosting four different women's teas at our home. Like, you know, make it real fancy, do the whole deal. And a big part of my objective is just to welcome people into our homes, to encourage them, to let them know that they're special, they're valuable, they're loved, and just to do life with them. And Keith, obviously, has been very gracious about that. That means he kind of makes himself a tad scarce those days. He obviously is financially uh, partaking in that, participating. And I even said to him, you know, that could be my Christmas present this year It's just hosting because it, it can, you know... Involves some finances. He said, no, no, uh, I just want you to do that and enjoy it. So that is important. You know, my strengths, who I am are very different than Keith's are. And the fact that he celebrates that and, you know, really blesses that is really important. So anything else in closing?
0: No, I, th- I think that's good. I think we really hit on some things that You know, we're worth a marital discussion no matter where somebody is in marriage.
1: Amen. Yeah, just take the time, even during this season, and, you know, ask yourself as a couple, how could we go just beyond our family during Christmas? What can we do to touch the lives of others and to use our marriage to make an influence in other people's lives? So thanks again for being a part of this podcast. I guess this is the last one for now we'll do together. But by all means, if you have something that you would really like Keith and I to talk about or, or to address, feel free to message me or, you know, make a notation on, on whatever place you listen to this or on Facebook or whatever and say, Hey, could you guys cover this? And, and we would be glad to do that. So take care. Thanks for joining us. Love you.
0: Thanks for listening to the flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.